Good morning. Welcome to Clinton United Methodist Church. My name is Pastor Michael. I'm excited to see you all here today on this beautiful day that God has made. It is Pentecost Sunday, um, which is the birthday of the church. Um, it is also Recognition Sunday, so we have a bunch of stuff we're going to do today, um, and I'm going to hand it over uh, to our liturgist who's going to tell you about some of the fun things going on and what's not. Good morning. Today, as Pastor said, it's Recognition Sunday, and we're going to honor anyone graduating from preschool to college. Um, this next Wednesday, we'll be planting the, the food pantry garden out here on the side. Um, for, it starts at 9.30. Rain date is the next day. Um, Lucy doesn't beg, but I will. <laughs> she and I need help. We just need help for probably two hours at the most, but we really need help at least that day. Next Sunday is Memorial Day, and we'll have tables available for anyone who would like to display their military memories or those of their loved ones. If interested, please contact Linda Strickland. Worship is returning to indoor today for those who wish to come inside. I don't know about you, but I like it inside. Um, we'll be following the protocol of taking temperatures on upon entrance. For those that wish to stay outside, you'll still be able to listen on your vehicle. We still need event coordinators. Um, we still need one for um, the, the um, rental of our facility, someone to oversee that. We are still looking for someone to fill, someone on the worship education committee and on the finance committee and the membership secretary. We'll be hosting a vendor show on September 18th and are looking for vendors to fill out applications. If you know anyone who sells a product like Tupperware, Avon, 31, Color Street Nails, please have them contact Sheila. Our office hours are now Monday through Thursday, 10 to 1. Starting this last week, pastor is in the office on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9.30 to 2. Uh, it's best to call ahead if you want a specific visit with him. Plastic caps. Um, we're having a little trouble with the plastic being brought in. We just want plastic caps and lids under six inches. They must be clean, and we, don't, we cannot take any other plastic recyclable. We're, I guess we've been getting bottles even. And that is not, that just means that Luann then has to sort and sort and sort. The cookbook, um, they're still working on the cookbook. If you have any recipes, please give them to Linda Strickland, and her email is on your um, bulletin. Vacation Bible School has been scheduled for August 2nd through 5th. If you're interested in helping, please let Pastor Michael know we'd like to form a small committee. Amazon Smiles program, you've probably heard this over and over. Um, we're still asking that you, um, if you shop on Amazon, please um, use that. It benefits the church, and the directions on how to use it is here in your bulletin. Something else I forgot to mention, when, now that we're back inside, we have booklets for kids, the small kids, and then booklets for the bigger kids to work on. We have colored pencils and crayons and the clipboards. We also have a little mailbox back there so that each one can put their thing in their own mailbox so there's no cross-contamination if people are concerned about that. I didn't get the labels on this week. My label maker ran out of tape. Starting this next week, again, today is Recognition Sunday. Farmer's Market is Tuesday, the 24th. No line dancing on Tuesday. No, Farmer's Market is Monday. Tuesday, yeah. And then Sewing Club is Monday, and no line dancing on Tuesday. Again, garden planting on Wednesday. Veteran celebration next Sunday. And then um, Kim has an announcement. Right after church today, in honor of all the graduates, we have uh, cake and ice cream. Um, we will have it outside under the, the table will be outside under the carport. So just come on up and get your cake and ice cream and you know, please congratulate all the graduates today. 
Um, would everyone please join us in the call to worship? God declares, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your children shall prophesy. The young shall see visions. The elders shall dream dreams. All people shall prophesy. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Please join us in the hymn Spirit Song on 347. Let the Son of God enfold you with his spirit and his love. Let him fill your heart and satisfy your soul. Oh, let him have the things that hold you and his spirit like a dove. Present your life and make join in the opening prayer. Gracious God, you, you come among your people as one who fashioned all things, who face to face revealed your knowledge of our lives, and whose presence brings assurance and hope. Pour out upon us the spirit of your love, so that in hearing and seeing the gifts of this life, we may, we may know, know the way to live in thanksgiving through Christ Jesus Christ, Christ our, our Lord. Lord. Amen. Amen. Our next hymn is O Spirit of Living, number 539. and peace till Christ shall dwell in human hearts and sin and sorrow cease blow wind of God with wisdom blow until our minds are free from midst of ever clouds of doubt which blind our eyes to thee Inspire our lips with flaming love and zeal To preach to all thy great good news God's glorious commonweal 
Teach us to utter living words of truth which all may hear. The language all may understand when love speaks loud and clear. Till every age and race and clime shall blend their creeds in one. And earth shall form one family by whom thy will is done. So shall we know the power of Christ who came this world to save. So shall we rise with him to life which soars beyond the grave. And earth shall win true holiness, which makes thy children whole. Till perfect dead by thee we reach creation's glorious goal. I'd like to remind everyone uh, to please make sure you are following our protocol, including wearing your masks while you are in the building. If you would please join me aloud now for our prayer for illumination. Holy Spirit, come again. As long ago you inspired, astonished, and confused the people, come to us now to fill our ears with the sound of your breath, fill our eyes with the brilliance of your presence in each other, fill our hearts with your good word. Amen. Our reading today is Acts 2nd, 1 through 21 in the NRSV, titled, The Coming of the Holy Spirit. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, and at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each of us, in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. And in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. Peter addresses the crowd. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let that be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they will prophesy. And I will show portents, portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of God for the people of God, and you say, thanks be to God. to increase our compassion and to make us glad to spread good news by caring for those in need. 
May you enter into the discipline of giving as a work of the Holy Spirit within you. Yes, I know. 
we will now have our doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. God of mercy, we give you thanks for all that your bounty creates. The gifts we bring today acknowledge our debt to you and our intent to relieve others of their burdens. Bless what we offer and bless those who will be shown deeds of power through them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now it's time for our youth moment. I'd like to invite all of our youth and our parents of our youth and our Sunday school teachers and our Sunday school superintendent to all come up here we have chairs for our uh, children. They can grab one of those and, and pull it up. And if everybody else can, can hang out up here, we're going to have some fun. There we go. Yeah, I, Pastor Michael forgets. Yes, did you have a question? Those are awesome new shoes. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. Yes. Okay. Do you guys know what today is? What is it? Smart Alec. Okay. Anybody else know what today is? Yes. The last day of Sunday school. What else is it? Looking for one more. What do you think it is? Okay. Did you have a guess? Okay. It is Pentecost Sunday. Do you know what Pentecost Sunday is? It's the church's birthday. No, 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 no. It's not my birthday at church. It's the church's birthday. The church's birthday comes on Pentecost. How cool is that? Did you know the church had a birthday? No. No. Oh, no, no. Today's not the church building's birthday. That's a different day. The church. The whole big universal church's birthday is today. Everywhere in the world is celebrating today as the church's birthday. How cool is that? It, it's amazing. It's when God sent the Holy Spirit to bring people together so they could understand each other and share their faith in God. Okay? 
Now, normally, if this was just Pentecost, I'd tell you a lot more about it. But we've got some other really important stuff to do today because, as she just told us, today's the last day of Sunday school. So there's some things we have to do. We have some housekeeping to do. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What? No, no, this is the last week. Next week, we just set you guys outside and let you run wild. If your parents agree to it. Okay, so. No, you shouldn't run around wild. Okay, so here's what, here's what we're going to do. Today, we have some stuff for you guys. And I'm going to ask our Sunday school teachers to come up and help me with that, and also our Sunday school superintendent. Do you guys know who our Sunday school superintendent is? Who? That's right, Mr. Todd. Sorry, I'm pointing in the wrong direction. Mr. Todd Morgan. Um, so we're going to start with uh, Miss Kelly's class and see what's in the envelope. Okay, so we have a certificate of recognition awarded to Jacob Smith for being such a wonderful helper in our Sunday school program. And that is for you. We have another one of those for Lily Smith. That is for you. All right. Um, is Isla here out in the parking lot, maybe? Has anyone seen the, uh, see, okay, we'll come back to that one. Isla and Nora, I don't know if they are here. If you are out in the parking lot, come on in. If not, and you're there, we can get them to you afterwards. Um, Morgan, do we have, is Morgan here? Nope, okay. Joshua, come on up. Congratulations. Okay, do we have Logan? No, we do not have Logan. Come on. All right, and this one, hmm, that's a hard one. Is uh is DeAndre here? Okay. That's uh, not going to work. All right. Yes, now it's time for the big kids. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wait, before the big kids, Miss Callie, that is for you. You're welcome. All right, now it's time for the big kids. Now we're all just displaced. All right. Hmm, this one's hard to read. Um, is there an A.J. Vollmer here? Okay, I uh, say Nevaeh, but I don't believe Nevaeh is here. So Grandma's here, so we'll give that to her. And Alea, also known as Pastor Linda. Um, is Owen here? Okay, we'll get him next time. I'm guessing that means Layla. We'll get her next Sunday. Uh, Leland might be outside. We don't know. And Breslin. Getting my finger stuck. Hmm. Let's. No, he's next. Um, let's see. That's another hard one. Olivia? Do we have an Olivia anywhere? Oh, there you are. Do we have a Zachary by any chance? My Do we have a Kaylee? Kaylee's not here. Annabelle. Sophia. See, that's another hard one. I'm having a 
I'm gonna guess, is it Emma? Do we have an Emma anywhere? <gasps> there we go. And Miss Linda, this is for you. Mr. Todd, this is for you. All right, and now we have some people who are getting Bibles. Oh, yes, absolutely. Here. I want to thank the office people, the ones that come in and volunteer. Those are the most beautiful certificates we have ever handed out. Plus, plus they put the, uh, prepared the Bibles for us. So we should give the office people a yeah. big round of applause. I'm just going to say one thing. Uh, this year, I feel like I've been a slug. So both Kelly and Linda have truly above and beyond. And please have a round of applause for both of them. They've been awesome. And for those out in the parking lot, they're going through the Bibles, looking at the names, trying to find who's here. So, so no, we're not doing nothing. All right, so when you guys get to a certain age and a certain time in Sunday school, you will receive one of these amazing Bibles. But you got to get to a certain age, okay? So that means you got to keep coming and being good to your teachers and listening and all that fun stuff. We, we do have at least one for sure who is here today who is going to get one of these, and that is Olivia. This is your new Bible. When you get to a certain age and a time in Sunday school, you're not old enough just yet, but you're getting close, okay? Uh, yeah, you, you got to learn a few more words first. Don't worry. You'll get there. I, I know you do. I know you know a lot of words. Don't worry. Okay. You guys, thank you so much for coming to Sunday School and for working with your teachers and all the, the fun stuff you guys get to do. I want you to now go back and sit with your mom and dad because we have a one more thing daddy's got, or pastor's got to do, sorry, um, for some of our other graduates. So if you can go back and sit with your parents, that would be awesome. Oh, wait, that's right, sorry. Sunday School. Yes, they can go to Sunday school. Okay. Okay, we also have some graduates that we would like to recognize. Um, and these are in no particular order, and these are the ones that we received. Um, so if uh, you have a graduate who we do not mention this morning, um, I apologize. This is, I can only go off of what I was given, um, but we will pray for all of our graduates as well. Um, our first um, is Kalani Lee Wolf. Um, she was baptized by Reverend Bill Smith on Thanksgiving Sunday of 2003. That's pretty cool. Um, Jennifer Gieske was very active in our church from third grade through high school, was a member of our church until a couple years ago. She's the daughter of Charlie and Jennifer Wolf and has a sister, Gianna. Uh, she is graduating from Stoughton High School in Stoughton, Wisconsin. Um, after graduation, she plans on attending the College of Creative Studies in Detroit, Michigan on a four-year scholarship. Um, she has not yet decided on her major, but she knows there are many different opportunities and she is excited for that opportunity to, to see what is there. We have Natalie Waltz, the daughter of Tom Waltz, Roger and Linda Waltz's, uh, that's their granddaughter. She graduated from High Tech High Media Arts. Um, she's going to San Diego Mesa College 
to study fine arts and creative writing and enjoy the 60 degree weather they have year round. I think we should all go with her to make sure she gets there safely and stay for a few months so that she gets settled in. Uh, we have Gwen uh, Gebart, uh, the daughter of Brian and Wendy. Uh, she is a granddaughter of Roger and Linda Waltz. She is graduating from Manchester High School. She received the Presidential Award Scholarship for Academics at Washtenaw Community College. So she will be there um, beginning her uh, next round of education. And then we have someone that I think a few of you might be familiar with. Uh, we have Crystal Fox, who is graduating from MTSO, which is the Methodist Theological School in Ohio. Um, she is looking at relocating with her mother to Dallas, Texas, to be closer to her family. And she will be seeking an appointment in Texas after moving, unless God has other plans for her. And as she well knows, and I well know, God likes to do that sometimes. So, uh, but we, we will be sad to see her going, but we are excited for her new opportunities in ministry um, and all the good work that she is going to do and where God leads her. I would like you to, to join me in an attitude of prayer as we pray for our graduates. Holy God, we thank you so much for all of these graduates we have named as well as those that we have not named. We thank you for watching over them in their work. We thank you for the teachers they have had, the school administrators, and so many others who have influenced them in their lives, in their education. We are excited for the new opportunities, the doors that are opening up to them. And we know that you will walk along with them wherever it may take them. For those who are traveling farther away to continue in their education or continue in their calling that you have placed on them, we ask for safe travels. We pray that they would find warm and open, welcoming arms when they arrive. We pray that they would settle in and be able to feel that that place can be home for them and that they can focus on the work ahead of them. For those that are staying near, we are thankful that we will still be close to them and hopefully have opportunities to connect with them on a regular basis, but we also ask that you would continue to walk alongside them in their work in education. Help them to be open to learning the new things before them. May they have caring and compassionate teachers who share the same joy for teaching that these people have for learning and wanting to expand in their knowledge. God, we ask that you would watch over them all, that your Holy Spirit would live within them, and that we might see your glory through their work and future success. All of this we lift in your name. Amen. All right, and now um, let us have the Lord's Prayer because I forgot to have us do that before. So if you would please join me, we can sing it, or sing it, we can pray it all without the start and stops. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. If you would, uh, if you want, you can turn to the back of your bulletin and see uh, some of our prayer requests. Uh, we have continued prayer for Lisa's son and daughter-in-law, Ethan and Megan, uh, for their new daughter, Kenzie Lou, who arrived last week. We are offering prayers of thanksgiving and, and happiness, but also prayers for um, her health as she has been diagnosed with MSA 
um, and the family is still waiting to see if she will qualify for the same gene therapy treatment that her uh, big brother Baker has had and has seen to uh, be responding to well so far. Um, we have healing prayers for Drake, who is in a car accident. He is uh, the young son of uh, Jessica's friend. We have prayers still for Dee Warner and her family. We are now at, um, we're going on a month now. Uh, tomorrow will be a month since she was uh, gone missing. And while I can tell you from um, personal experience and just gained knowledge that statistically, there's not much maybe to be hopeful for, but we believe in a God of miracles, and we believe in a God of love, and so hopefully she will be found um, and found well. Um, we have prayers for Bill Marshall, who is still dealing with stage four lung cancer that has moved throughout his body. Um, he and his wife Sherry are longtime members, um, and cards and phone calls of support are always welcome. Um, Luann's son, uh, son-in-law, Ken Boley, who injured his hand in a saw accident recently. We are praying for healing for him. Um, Vicki Barber, Abigail, uh, Luann's granddaughter, her grandmother passed away on the 11th from respiratory problems compounded by COVID, so prayers for their family as they go through mourning. We have prayers for Martha's sister-in-law, Choice, who fell and is recovering at St. Joe's with a head injury and heart issues. Um, we have prayers of praise for healing mercy. Sam Solomon, uh, he had a double lung transplant recently because of COVID. He is out of the ICU and in a regular hospital room and continuing to heal. So we are thankful that uh, things seem to be going well there. Uh, Nancy Warren is back in the area. She is now a resident at the Gaslight Village Assisted Living and Memory Care in Adrian in room 27. She would also love cards and phone calls. Um, continued prayers for Bill Marshall. He got some good news uh, by a second opinion. His cancer is, oh, okay, sorry. This was from earlier, uh, before I should have read this first. His cancer is treatable by pills, except his hip will need chemo um, it is not the death sentence um, they thought they had at Christmas, so um, still prayers for his healing, and again, cards and phone calls are still uh, welcome, but uh, he, may, uh, he may be heading out of the woods on that, so please keep that in your prayers. If you would join me in an attitude of prayer, let us pray for the church the world, and all in need, saying, Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. In gratitude for all that you have done for us, holy God, we pray for the people of God in every land, for those who continually teach the faith, for witnesses who by their example show your steadfast love, for all who are estranged from the church, and for the strength to walk in your ways and observe your command, Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. For nations, communities, and families torn by violence, for leaders and protesters, for managers and visionaries, for dictators and peacemakers, for the allies of our nation and for our enemies, hear us, O God, your mercy is great. For earth and its riches, for soil and wetlands, trees, bushes, rivers and lakes, oceans and air, and for all the people who inhabit this great creation, for the ability to choose life for all creatures and to honor the welfare of generations to come, hear us, O God, your mercy is great. For all people who are victims of injustice, for those who are unemployed or underemployed, for those living on the streets of our cities, for everyone affected by divorce, for people struggling with addiction, anger, fear, or illness, for all who have asked this congregation for prayer, for those we have already named aloud and those named in our hearts, hear us, O God, your mercy is great. For this community of faith, 
for those who come to worship every week and those who cannot come, for the young and old, for newcomers and long familiar faces, for the newly baptized in every land, for those who are seeking to know you, hear us, O God, your mercy is great. For all else that this assembly is concerned with today, for those we have already named aloud and those named in our hearts, hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Thanksgiving for all the saints who served you in life and whose proclamation of the gospel continues to renew the church. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Into your promises we entrust all those whose needs are known to us today and those whose needs are known only to you. Grant peace to all through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us call on the name of the one who invites us to speak the truth about ourselves and our relationships and promises to show us mercy. If you would please join me in our prayer of confession. Holy and merciful God, we do not know how to pray as we ought, and we know too well our constant failures to do as you have commanded and to hold fast to your word. Forgive us for the divisions we nurture, guide us to your way, keep us in your care, and lead us into faith. We trust your word that the spirit of truth will show us all things and grant us courage and peace. Amen. Please take a few moments now for silent prayer and confession. People of God, body of Christ, beloved children of God, the spirit of God's truth has come upon creation and upon you to interpret the mysteries of eternal time through the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and by the authority of the church, I declare to you the complete forgiveness of your sin. Be at peace with one another because of God's mercy. Amen. Our next scripture reading is from Romans 8, 22 through 27 in the NRSV. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. The word of God for the people of God, and you say, Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. And we're going to pause on the hymn. We're going to move it to the end and skip the praise song. Um, because of the time, I don't want to hold you all hostage. Our third scripture reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 26 and 27 and then continues at chapter 16, verse 4b, which is the second half of verse 4, through, the, through verse 15. When the Advocate comes, whom will I send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who comes from the Father? He will testify on my behalf. You are also to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment, 
about sin because they do not believe in me, about righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will no longer see me, about judgment because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the gospel of the Lord. And you say, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please join me again in an attitude of prayer. Holy One, for all the ways you speak to us in rushing wind, in dancing flames, in words we understand, and in all, the, all that transcends language, we give thanks. We celebrate this day as the birth of your church and of when the Holy Spirit came and moved among your people. Give us courage to speak your love everywhere we go to everyone we meet. Help us to listen to your spirit that it may guide us in our words and actions and help us to grow in our knowledge of you and in love of you and each other. And now may the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts together in this place be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. All right, well, as I said, today is Pentecost Sunday. It's actually one of my most favorite holidays on the church calendar. Pentecost, as I mentioned to our children and youth, is often called the birthday of the church. It was on this day that the Holy Spirit came to empower the disciples and according to scripture, the pious Jews from every nation who were assembled together in Jerusalem. This came after the ascension of Jesus and followed what Jesus told them about the Holy Spirit coming after him to help them in the ministry that Jesus was leaving them to lead. Now, some of you may be thinking, but how does this signify the birthday of the church? And the answer to that is not that the flames above each person's head who were present there were meant to represent birthday candles, um, although that could be appropriate. No, it's theologically that the Christian church begins to take shape when the Holy Spirit fills those who believe in Jesus as the Messiah and enables them to proclaim the gospel and to witness to the Christ to the ends of the earth. John's gospel tells us when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears and will declare to you the things that are to come. The book of Romans reminds us that likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the hearts, knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And as the church emerges, it's by the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dramatically establishes a fellowship of faith. We hear about that in Acts chapter 2, how we have people who didn't speak the same language suddenly able to understand one another in their own language. How a great wind comes through the space and these tongues of fire are above their heads. In a way, you could say that Pentecost is like the Big Bang event that sets the event of books, or the events of the book of Acts, into motion. But I want to look deeper into the imagery and words used to describe this groundbreaking moment in Christian history. Specifically, the language of the Pentecost experience with its images of wind, spirit, and being filled with the spirit of the breath of life. It's very reminiscent of God's initial creative activity that we find in the creation story in Genesis. It talks about in chapter 1, verse 2, the earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea, and God's wind swept over the waters. Verse 7, it talks about the Lord formed the human from the topsoil of the fertile land and blew life's breath 
into his nostrils, and the human came to life. But in the story of Pentecost, the emphasis isn't so much on creation or God's work in history as it is more about the direct contact with the Spirit of God. That same Spirit that is now filling the world in a whole new way. And we have this roll call of nations and languages that points to how universal the Spirit's work is for the whole wide world. The Spirit is not constrained to just Jerusalem or, or even this specific place these people were, were occupying. The Spirit has no bounds. The Spirit of God is the divine energy that now enables an eternal life to be real for those on whom God's Spirit is poured and in whom the Spirit dwells. As I said before, Pentecost is a foundational theological event for the church because the Spirit is sent by God to incorporate people universally into the body of those who acknowledge Jesus as the Christ and Messiah. And it is God who initiates Pentecost, just as God initiates salvation. The Holy Spirit of God calls people to faith and comfort, challenges and guides the church. In truth, the reality of the Spirit's presence is the church's guide to living as faithful servants of God in the world and being faithful witnesses to Jesus Christ. Many of you may or may not know that there is a rabbinic tradition that says when the law was given at Sinai, the Ten Commandments were given with a single sound. And yet, when the voice went forth, it was divided into seven voices and then 70 tongues. This is claimed to have happened so that every people received the law in their own language. Now, later in... Judaism, the day of Pentecost, was the 50th day after the presentation of the first sheaf of barley harvest, and it was considered to be the anniversary of the giving of the law at Sinai. And the law was meant to express God's will and guide the people of Israel. So now, with the giving of the Spirit on Pentecost, the church receives God's Spirit to guide and and help and indwell the people of God as they seek to live out God's will known in Jesus Christ. I don't think that parallel is, is just a coincidence. I very strongly believe that God worked in this way to help people to see the connection between everything. And the Spirit is for all people who are united by the Spirit in the praise of God's in prophecy, visions, and dreams. Through the great outpouring of the Spirit, humans are now united in their diversities of age, gender, and social status. What I also find interesting sometimes is for some, Pentecost is seen as the reversal of the effects of the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11 when the, languages, or the language of the world was confused and people were scattered. Peter's association of the Pentecost event with the outpouring of the Spirit foretold by Joel means that there is now a new community of people where the one Spirit bestows many gifts on all people, regardless of who they are, including gender, age, or any other dividing characteristics that humanity may create. The well-known German Reformed theologian Jürgen Moltmann once put it as saying, in the kingdom of the spirit, everyone will experience his or her own endowment and all will experience the new fellowship together. And the church is the place where this new fellowship begins to take shape as it recognizes the gifts of the spirit in and for all people. To realize that all flesh, as in all people, receive the Spirit, that enables us to watch and participate in God's work in this world with wide open vision. As Christians, we live in eager anticipation of the Spirit's work in our midst as we join with all others to accomplish the Spirit's purpose. I also want to caution us, though, that the story of Pentecost is not meant to be a benchmark 
of what the church should look like on any given Sunday. Rather, this story seeks to communicate just how important the church is and how inseparable it is from Christ. We can understand that Pentecost serves as an instruction that continues to tradition the church into its identity and purpose. So every year on this day of Pentecost, we are reminded of who we are as a church, what we proclaim, and the source of that proclamation. And it is a message to the church, from the church, one passed down through millennia to each and every generation. The voice of the Pentecost story is infused with such miraculous energy and enthusiasm. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, the church receives the authority to proclaim the gospel of the risen Lord to the very ends of the earth. Even Peter, who vehemently denied Christ, he too becomes a bold preacher. The gospel is intended for everyone. Repentance and forgiveness are offered to all who call on the name of the Lord. The heavens open. Something new and surprising is afoot. Friends, Pentecost emphasizes the centrality of Christ to the church's identity, authority, and proclamation. And that is all passed along to each of us by the Holy Spirit. I pray that you may take these things, own them, live into them, and share them with the world. You may not have a flame hovering over your head when you do this, although it's not impossible. We haven't seen it since this Pentecost event, to the best of my knowledge, but that flame does live inside you. The flame of the Holy Spirit has been lit inside each and every person in their hearts. Let it shine to the world. Let it illumine the dark places. Let it guide your footsteps on this journey that we call life and in our faith journeys as well. Embrace that light. Live that light. Be that light. Amen. Our closing song will be hymn number 420. There we go. Breathe on me, breath of God. What, what he just said. On me, breath of God, fill me with life anew, that I may love what Thou dost love and do what Thou wouldst do. Breathe on me, breath of God, until my heart is Beloved children of God, Jesus did not leave us without hope, but sent the Holy Spirit to nurture faith and love in this world. Live this vision in all that you do. Respond to rancor with kindness. Be patient where there is pain, and let your dreams become reality. Peace be with you. The Holy Spirit has come to inhabit this world with freedom, truth, and understanding. You are not alone. May God keep you and make your prayers bear fruit. Amen.
as a reminder, don't forget we have the ice cream and cake for the graduates that we'll have out by the carport, so join us for that. Sweet the rain. 